Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, folks. Lonnie here, cutting in early. Want to let you know about two collabs we've done recently with the Impolite Society. Now, first of all, Laura and Rachel came into our podcast to talk all things 30 Rock. You'll find that on our feed now. We go back to some of the best episodes, history of the show, just a really wonderful look back on the sitcom 30 Rock. And second of all, we asked a question of Laura and Rachel for their show. They look at taboo topics. Uh, this, this question was from Dylan mainly, and it's to do with Batman, Catwoman, and all things pleasure. Stick around now for a little promo for that episode. That'll be on the Impolite Society feed, which I'll link in all our socials and in the show notes here. And also, wait around at the end of this episode, I'm going to put the question that Dylan and I asked. Um, if you do this with kids, I'm not sure if you do, but if you maybe don't want them to hear about that sort of thing, um, now's your warning. All right. See ya. And an interview with Variety Magazine, co-creators of HBO Max's Harley Quinn said that they had written a scene where Batman performs oral sex on Catwoman. The writers then go on to say that DC Comics made them cut the scene because, and I quote, heroes don't do that. That sounds like a lot of fucking bullshit to me. So we're not alone in our reaction to this because the internet had a fucking field day after this article came out and people weren't super supportive. But it does point towards a kind of deeper attitude towards this specific sex act so dylan and lonnie our friends our buddies our mates is how you would say that our mates (laughs) we're gonna dig into all of this to answer the rude question today would batman go down and more importantly should you i miss you man i miss you man i miss you i miss you man do i miss you i miss you Well, 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 we're back. Another episode of I Miss You, Man. My name's Lonnie. Your name's Dylan. How's it going, Dylan? Yeah, good, mate. Real good. How are you going? Pretty good. It's a different experience for us this week because we're looking at each other through the <laughs> the wonders of the internet. Yeah, normally, we, we normally record just um, just for the audio, and we can do that because we've got a pretty good rapport, but we thought we might give it a go staring into each other's souls. <laughs> I love it so far. Okay, it's good that's good. <laughs> <laughs> You're smiling, boy. You're happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. Dylan, what is I Miss You Man normally about? Well, normally, Lonnie, it's about you and me, about two buds catching up each week, taking each other on a journey that could be anything. Could be life, pop culture, everything in between. That's so true, Dylan. This week, I'm the one taking us on the journey. I'm driving the truck. And you're the hitchhiker I've picked up, and you're about to have the ride of your short life. Oh, we dying on this trip? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I mean, we'll see, Dylan, we'll see. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, Dylan, I, I guess my main question for you today is, do you remember Mark Holden's performance on Dancing with the Stars in 2014? Well, I mean, 
I have never watched Dancing with the Stars. I have no intention of watching Dancing with the Stars, and I probably never will watch Dancing with the Stars. Okay, so this one doesn't ring a bell for you? Nah, no, I missed me that one. No, look, I'm the same. I'm not a Dancing Stars fan. I'm not a huge Mark Holden fan either. But for some reason, this performance has got lodged in my brain, okay? It's been called one of the worst performances on the show's history. It's been called a disaster on the dance floor. And we'd also believe that Mark Holden performed as a clown, as a clown that he later claimed possessed him. Like during the show. That's what he said, Dylan. He was possessed by a clown. He told Kyle and Jackie O, I was so deep into the clown that the clown possessed me. The fuck? (laughs) What is this? Well, that's our topic for the week, Dylan. Mark Holden's performance on Dancing with the Stars in 2014. Jesus Christ. What a niche topic. It's a very niche topic. And, you know, we'll also go into clowns in general and evil clowns especially. So I told you, I promised you a creepy topic, didn't I? I mean, yeah, you also said it was too creepy. <laughs> and it is. Shut the pot off. <laughs> we got to stay, Dylan. We've got to promise for the listeners. But I'm okay? scared. All right. Um, it's, it, as I said, one of those topics that sort of gets lodged in my brain and something I need to I think this podcast is healthy for me because I get it out of my brain, into your brain, into the listener's brain. And stays there and rots us from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you know about Mark Holden? Nothing. Did he make Holden cars, bro? I don't think so. Well, then I don't know. He, well, you probably know him mostly. Well, I'll start from the top, okay? Okay. Back in the 70s, he was a teen idol, okay, like a singer. Um, okay. Bit of a heartthrob, bit of a bit of a ladies' man, but a very clean-cut guy, apparently. Mm. He wore a white suit, and he would hand out, like, carnations and flowers to girls in the crowd. A gentleman. I'd say. Um, very much, I listened to some of the songs and they're very much like pop rock and roll. Like you're not, not very um, adventurous, but, you know, for the time, you don't count down, that sort of thing, right? Like just sort of regular, run-of-the-mill pop songs back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, he performed on TV shows and he had some, you know, some songs charted here in Australia. Then he went, um, did a bit of TV and movies, just small roles. Eventually went to the eight to in the eighties. Went to the US um, and tried to make it big there as a singer performer, but didn't really pan out. But he moved into the behind the scenes side of things. Um, He wrote a lot of songs and produced a lot of artists. um, Then started being like a talent manager. Hmm. Um, Eventually came back to Australia in the nineties. He discovered Vanessa Amorossi and was her manager and you know made made her career basically. Mark the Man. <laughs> He's the new Mark the Man. That's right. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, but what most people probably know him from is a little show called Australian Idol. He's one of the judges on that in, in the first run around. Oh. Remember that? Nah. All? You didn't watch that either? Nah. What were you doing as a kid? I, well, I don't like reality shows. Yeah, fair enough. The only one I watched was Iron Chef because it was dope. <laughs> What's Iron Chef about? Yeah. On Chef, it's like when these this Japanese guy builds like this kitchen stadium and he gets like pro chefs to fight his like master iron chefs. So you okay. get to pick like a master of Chinese cuisine, Japanese cuisine, all, right. all that. Yep. And then they fight. That sounds pretty cool. Food wise. Okay. <laughs> who can make the best food? I see, I see. Yeah, I'm not huge into um, that sort of show either, Rally TV. Mm. But like as a kid, 
there was less channels on TV and, you know. Nothing wash. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I did watch Ready Steady Cook a lot. We all did. And Huey's Cooking Adventures. We all had to, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's all we had. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of his... He was big in the 70s, went away for a bit, but then came back in a big way in um, the early 2000s in Australia, at least, in Australian Idol Judge. don't know if you probably don't remember much, but he was the guy who did the touchdown when there was a really good song. He would, like, whirl his arm around and say, touchdown! So must be my cultural blind spot is Mark Holden, because <laughs> I don't recall any of this. <laughs> Well, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Everything to do with him. So I think nothing. No, nothing's springing to mind. Well, it's good no. thing we're doing this podcast today. Yeah. Um, so I think most people around our age and a bit, bit older, a bit younger would know him from Idol or um, this performance on Edging the Stars, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, that famous. Yeah, that's, that's right. So that, that touchdown he had was like his catchphrase, and he's sort of keeping that going on Twitter. He says it a lot. <laughs> I looked at his Twitter feed. His catchphrase is touchdown. That's our touchdown, sort of like it's a, yeah. That's our touchdown. Like it's like when someone did a really good performance on Australian Idol, he would get up and run around and be like, that's a touchdown. I hate Mark Holt. Okay, well, okay, all right, Dylan, okay. Like okay, well, just keep this in mind as I say next few things, okay? Um, he's a barrister now. He's an actual lawyer. Mm. So. Can't trust him. Well, I'm just saying maybe you just... snake make... in the grass? I'm just saying watch what you say, Dylan, because you might get a defamation lawsuit against you, okay? Uh, come on, Mark Holden. Take you on. No, he's a, well, he's a real lawyer, and that, that's kind of a cool life. He's had, you know, top of the charts as a yeah. pop singer, then, you know, big in the LA music scene, and then um, now he's a lawyer, and he retweets the shovel a lot on Twitter, mainly things that are against Scott Morrison. So that's a good... That's, I'm okay, okay with that. No, he's back in the good books. Okay. Back in the good books. He's taking on Scamo. <laughs> and, um, and he and his daughter Katie also have an Australian Idol uh, retrospective podcast. So yeah, maybe we can collab at some point in the future. I mean, it requires us watching Australian Idol. That's a big ask, son. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I can't do that. Can you? I don't think I can. No, you can do a podcast, oh. anyway. um, yeah, but sure. He's had quite a life. So I'm trying to get at basically. Um, and, you know, he's going to get a bad rap in this episode coming up because of the creepy clown oh. stuff, but he does look a cool guy, so keep that in mind. All right, I'll try. I'd like you to watch the videos, if that's okay. <laughs> all right. And we might be able to have to keep all of this in. Don't it'll come up to nah. you, that little guy there. So watch that oh, one wow. first, please. Okay. Just going to have a quick look. This is the best one I send it? I sent it here in the chat. In meat? In meat. Google meat. <laughs> yeah, all right. You watching it? Well, Jessa Prince says, Dance partner Mike Holland is trying hard but has no rhythm on Dancing with the Stars. It's a pretty tough headline, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. That is a that is a clown, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You watching it? I'm about to. Oh, dear. Getting an ad for Fiverr, Lonnie. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Not really dancing, is he? <laughs> he's in his, like, 60s and is going on, I think, so. Oh, I don't think he's doing too bad. What's the issue? Well, that's the that performance, is. right? Here's the yeah. next part I'm going to ask. I sent you another video. 
Okay. Which is the end of the performance and then um, the judge's reaction. Tearing him apart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, give it a give it a looky loo, hey? Oh, okay. Um get an ad for tequila, Lonnie. Okay. <laughs> like Helen's not a fan. Helen is not into it at all. Oh, she got him good. Yeah, if he tried to get back, but then Oh she got him good. <laughs> Okay, so a few thoughts. Okay, please, so, please go. Yeah. Well, is it, was this his first dance on the show? I think it was week three of the show. So he danced for two weeks and it was fine. I think he got pretty bad ratings each week, but then... <laughs> <laughs> this was the straw. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, second of all, he said he got too caught up in method acting. That was his apology, mm. right? Um, does Bobo the Clown, is part of his character, talking about how much he loves swingers? Is that <laughs> is that the character? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe that's, maybe we'll get into that a bit, but I don't think so, no. Okay, all right. Yeah. So we might not keep in the dead air of you just watching the videos, Dylan, but can you describe what happened in them for the listeners? Um, well, basically, the first one was Mark Holden attempting to dance, but kind of just jumping around on it. Mm. Most of the time. And then the second video is basically like a news recap saying, oh, the internet didn't like him on there and, you know, a few judges, see what they had to say and, yeah, he just made some comments about swingers on Channel 7. Yeah. I don't know what that was about, but, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the bit that really gets me is when he turns to Danny McPherson, the host, and says, do you like balloons, Danny? In just the <laughs> creepiest voice ever. Like, it'd be creepy if a regular person said that, but it's even yeah. creepier coming from a clown, isn't it? Yeah, I think he was just doing it. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He can't defend that. They're just creepy. Just creepy stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And the same with the swingers comment. There's nothing you can really say that was taken out of context or anything. It's just weird. What was it said? Yeah. Yeah. I feel sorry. Not that I've watched the show much, but I do feel sorry for like, the professional dancers who were stuck with the celebrities who can't dance. Oh, um, yeah. She was she was visibly in pain, knowing yeah. she was going to be embarrassed. Yeah, and like you, you can, it's really difficult because obviously she's she's dancing fine, and it's really clear like what a real dancer is like up against him who's just barely keeping up with it all. Um, I looked her up to see how she's going, Jessica Prince, and there's a website which is like a dance school that she's running now, um, and she does mention that she was on Dancing with the Stars for three years. Most infamously, is what she says with Mark uh-huh. Holden. So she right. she doesn't shy away from it. She's cool. broken fun. Yeah. She has. But it seems like she's doing well now. You'd have her to like lose out of work or something because of this. Not her fault. She was doing her best, clearly. Yeah, for sure. Um, so later that year, um, or what I should mention as well, Mark and Jessica were kicked off after this performance. It was their last performance on the show. So does that yeah. surprise you? I'm shook. You're a gog, Dylan. I can see. I'm a gog. My jaw has hit the floor. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and funny, the next day when he was on either Kyle and Jackie O or someone else on the radio about the about the performance, he did say he was sorry, and then they said, what are you sorry for? And he said, oh, I'm not sure. My wife said I should say I'm sorry. 
Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just own it, dude. Like, if, you, if you've done a weird thing, just own it. Um, so later that year, he made a video kind of addressing the controversy, but I can't really work out what the video's about. I won't put you through it watching that one. I'll just describe oh, it to no. you. All right. I'll show it to you later if you like. Okay. Um, in the video, he's like getting his makeup done again to be the clown again. And it's like he's being filmed like behind the scenes, like it's a behind the scenes video where he's being filmed for something else, like with professional camera crew and stuff. So he's not still being a clown. Yeah. But okay. at the start, it's like him and he's like describing, you know, I used to do clowning when I was, my wife and I were overseas. We loved doing dressing up as clowns and stuff. Sure. Okay. Weird still. But yeah. yeah. And then he looks at the camera at one point and he says, slowly starting to emerge. <laughs> As in the clown. And then, right. Yeah, I, I gathered. Yeah. And then when the clown, when the makeup's done, he said, he's back and he's not happy about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It sounds like he's summoned forth a demon from hell. <laughs> Like unwillingly, it's so weird, Dylan. It, and I know what you mean. What he does though is, he goes to a fridge and he's like dancing around a kitchen and stuff. He goes to a fridge and like gets a chicken leg out and just eats it cold. And then he gets a carton of milk and like Wait, pours it on himself. Don't don't use eat chicken cold as a, a detriment to the man's character. Some of us like cold chicken. It's not a bad thing. I know you love your milk as well. I know that, but you wouldn't <laughs> pour it down your front, would you, when you were being a clown? I mean, who knows what the job of a clown entails? I don't know. <laughs> if that's what it required, I would do it because I'm committed to my craft. I know you are. Okay. <laughs> so maybe you can watch it later and describe it back to us next episode. Um, let's move on from Mark Holden, though. Let's talk about clowns in general. Where are you okay. at with them? What do you reckon of clowns? They're fine. I've never been scared of them, but I've never like liked them in yeah. particular. They're just always there. <laughs> I know you love the clown Prince of Crime, for example. Oh, the Joker? Yeah, yeah, My yeah. boy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like him. <laughs> yeah, as, as a whole, on the whole, though, clowns are just like, yeah, nothing to you, really. Why exist? <laughs> what true. purpose do they fulfil in society? Well, you know, my thoughts, we'll get into it. I've got a bit of history to clowns and we can talk about how they turn creepy and stuff. Um, to me, they're a bit weird because, like, on the whole... They're weird and creepy, right? And scary yeah. to people. I don't think anyone, there's some people obviously do love them, but some, most people are kind of like you and I are like, oh, they're just there. I'm not hugely against them, but also I'm not hugely into them. Mm. But then also throughout history, they are quite well liked and like there's a reason they exist. If everyone didn't like them, they wouldn't exist at all, you know? Well, yeah, true, true. I, I like some clowning that I've seen, but I probably like more of the clowning like on the mime end of it like where they're doing actual slapstick performances um you know rather than just like coming out and talking to the crowd and being creepy or like what he was doing basically yeah okay it's more of a performance of an art when it's an art form i think it's, it can be better yeah but if um, you're just blowing up balloons and laughing like a dickhead that's where you draw the line isn't it well that, i think that's where it gets a bit disturbing isn't it mm. um so i've read a few articles and i'll put them in the show notes if you're interested in listening or reading to them um, mainly they're, they're from the last couple of years and so they are more about how clowns have become disliked, unfortunately, <laughs> but they go through the history. Um, but as you said, you wondered where they come from. Well, we've always had jesters and jokers throughout oh, history. Since King Arthur's time. <laughs> In the royal court, there'd be a, 
be a jester and there'd be harlequins like through there's like a sort of dramatic character throughout history um basically they're there to poke fun of people right especially poke fun of the oh lost me again please uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> um yeah so they <laughs> they're there to poke fun at people and to you know, if you're especially being in a quite rigid society, every now and then you need to get that sort of expression of, of hilarity and mm. poking fun at people. The clowns do that. And at that point, anything would be funny, even a clown. <laughs> they don't do much, do they? When, you, when you're living in poverty. Oh, Mother is gone, Dylan. Oh, oh, I, yeah. I, oh, no. Oh, no, my boy. What's going on? <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too weak to express with my ears, drop, really. Drop in your earphones. You're too excited. Um. Essentially, though, the modern clowning can be sort of drawn back to one guy. His name was Joseph Grimaldi. Um, he's kind of the first modern clown, early 1800s, and he took it on stage in um, the UK. Mm. Um, but then when you go throughout history, it doesn't take long before, well, it takes a little while, but then as people see now, clowns are killer clowns, right? People go to the Joker, obviously, uh, John Wayne Gacy was a real American serial killer. Do you know much about him? Yeah, he dressed up as a clown. Yeah. Was that right? Yeah. Yeah. Killed people? A long time. He's one of the most serial of all the killers, yeah. Ooh, is he be infamous then? Wouldn't be famous, I guess. Infamous, definitely. Mm. Um, also, It, as he mentioned, from Stephen King in the 1980s. Yes. That seems to have turned society view on clowns. Um, and it kind of is like the 80s and 90s where things do seem to sort of take a downturn for the clowns. Mm. Um, it kind of makes sense because these are obviously terrifying stories. But also going back through history, um, you know, clowns are supposed to be fappy when they're evil. That's a kind of a compelling point, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of shifted in a societal sense that they're kind of an icon of Halloween, nearly, clowns. I'd say so. But that's a good thing to mention, actually, Dylan. Do you remember the random clown sightings? <laughs> Oh, yeah. That was oh, around yeah. when It came out, wasn't it? Yeah, so 2016 yeah. was the last big one. I think It came out the next year or mm. thereabouts. But there have been, there've been random clown sightings kind of since the 80s, uh, mainly in America, but it kind of spreads. Um, it seems like at least a few of them are real, like they actually were people dressed as creepy clowns hiding oh, bushes and stuff. Yeah. I don't think they were as widespread as it kind of seems because, like, once you hear that internet, you might... Anything, oh, time, yeah. anytime you see something weird, you're like, oh, that's not a clown, is it? Um, but as I recall, in Australia, they were like, people going to go and hunt them and stuff. I'm like, what are you, like, seriously? Yeah, it's getting crazy. All those videos on Facebook, bro. Yeah. All these clowns just running up to people on the street. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, creepy stuff. Most of it fake, but that's, you know. Yeah, totally. Neither here nor there. <laughs> exactly. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information, 
information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, but also not surprising that, you know, once we get some killer clowns in pop culture or in real life with the serial killer, then we start getting people sort of jumping on the bandwagon and people you know, getting quite... Um, confused about them in real life like are they are they good are they bad are they evil are they should be fun yeah um so it, it's you might want to say that like clowns used to be fun and now they're creepy what this article i read from the smithsonian magazine mm. it pointed out that grimaldi's life the main guy started it all yeah. it was that was pretty tragic though like he wasn't just a happy lucky guy he battled depression his wife died in childbirth his son drank himself to death and Grimaldi himself ruined his body basically by performing for so long and so hard. Jeez. Um, and this kind of brings us to the main issue with clowns and probably why people find them so creepy is that you don't really know what's going on behind the makeup. No, well, there's that, um, it's that famous play. is about Pagliacci, is it? That Pagliacci, yes. I've got, yeah. got that, that joke here. How's it go, Dylan? Uh, I don't know the whole play. I don't know the joke, but it's basically like he goes to a doctor and he's like, "Doctor, I'm depressed. Hate my life." And the doctor's like, "Well, you should see this this clown. He's in town. He's pretty mad. He's pretty funny. But she'll put you in a good mood." <laughs> and then the guy starts crying. He's like, "I am that clown." Yeah, and that's how it goes. Now, Famously think- told in Watchmen. Yes, definitely. And it's a kind of a, it's a one that gets sort of thrown up every time. A famous comedian is actually quite sad underneath, or if they've yeah, like Robin Williams, Robin Williams, for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this um, yeah, this Smothian article though, it says, you know, what are they hiding? You normally what we hide underneath is you know pretty dark and disturbing. Um, Jesus, and it does say that you know the, even the first clown did have stuff going on, but also like the stuff he's got going on. That's just normal stuff that humans go through. So maybe it's a bit much to say he was a dark killer clown just because he happened to have a tough life behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. If he kept it together on the job. Yeah, yeah. And you put your, your best foot forward when you're performing. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but also, like, there's the uncanny valley because the makeup disrupts the face of the clown. Mm. They might have a sad face on, but then they're smiling or vice versa. Sure. No good, is it? That ruins your brain. Your brain's like, what am I doing here? Well, I can't. Can't, can't read you. Yeah, it's not a fan, the old brain. <laughs> I also think someone online said they're quite transgressive because what they do is they're making fun of people. Sometimes they might come into the crowd, which is a bit threatening, and they they like make you smell their flower and then they spray you with water. Spray like, the face, yeah. yeah, they're kind of it's just a bit 
off-putting, you know. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, as as you mentioned, Pagliacci's story does sort of it's it's kind of a, a common trope these days in society where yeah, if someone's happy all the time and they're performing for us, we have to think, is that really a ruse? What are they what are they really like, you know? Sure, yeah, yeah. So there's always been a bit of shade in terms of clowns, but I would say these days the creepy clown is probably more expected than the happy go lucky clown. Yeah, it's probably why Ronald fell off, right? Yeah, well, apparently Ronald was, he was already pretty retired, as we, as we mentioned in our very first episode about the McDonald's right. characters. Uh, especially 2016, they were like, maybe we'll put Ronald, you know, in the back, on the back, back, back banner for yeah. a bit. Don't yeah. want him to be targeted. Um, <laughs> fair point, fair point. One thing that's really interesting to me, though, is that you can kind of maybe draw the line between clowns becoming more targeted towards children and creepy clowns becoming more popular in society. So before the 1950s and 60s, clowns were like, I'm not going to say for adults, but they performed on stage on West End and it was kind of known as an art form. In 50s and 60s, Ron McDonald becomes a children's character there's Clarabelle the Clown on the show Howdy Doody, which obviously we don't know much about, mm. but apparently he was, that was like a kid's show and he was a clown who didn't, didn't speak. Creepy, right? Kind of like a mime. Kind of, yeah, kind of like a mime, but also I think that might be his, you know, again, what's he hiding? He's not talking to us. What's going on? <laughs> um, and also Bozo the Clown, which I think is what Mark Holland was referencing. I think there was a Bozo in America, but I think there might have been Bozo's sort of sprung up everywhere. Over the joint. Yeah. 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 Um, so now that they're becoming more about children, and I'll quote the Smithsonian article here, clowns were now almost solely children's entertainment. Once their makeup, their made-up persona became more associated with children and therefore an expectation of innocence, it made whatever the makeup might conceal all the more frightening, creating a tremendous mind for artists, filmmakers, writers, and creators of popular culture to gleefully exploit to terrifying effect. Jesus. Yeah, right? I wanted to point out, though, Dylan, that a lot of people don't like clowns, and I'm not huge on them. Mm. And some of them might say they're scared of them, and that's totally valid. Yeah, of course. What they talk, though, is this supposedly, it's called cholerophobia, and it's the supposedly the phobia, like the Latin term for being afraid of clowns. Mm. It gets thrown around a lot, but it's not really a phobia from what a lot of the actual experts say because a phobia is something that sort of more gets in the way of your normal functioning every day to day. And so if you don't like clowns, well, you just don't see them. And sure. how often do you see clowns? Like, you're not worried. <laughs> you can avoid them True. pretty easily. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and also, the, actually, the actual word cholerophobia has kind of been a bit invented in the 1980s. So, like... A bit dodgy. It's a bit dodgy. dodgy. A bit Don't dodgy. like it. Not to say some people might, they might go to a, see a doctor about their clown phobia, but probably not. It's not like in the, you know, not not in most doctor's manuals about yeah, mental health issues. Would it specifically be a phobia about clowns or would it be something underneath the surface, like they're afraid of the unknown or people who hide their faces? Yeah, totally. And they're like obviously with kids especially, there's stranger danger and that can be something that they're afraid of and then, there's this person who's supposedly entertaining you. That's a bit creepy. Um, also, I think there might be, there's a sort of a wider term, which I can't quite place now, but it was to do with being scared of like people who are dressed up in character. In that, that can include people as mascots or 
anything like oh. sort of that sort of yeah, yeah. thing in public. Um, but yeah, it, it could be. I checked in with our friends on Quora to see what to see why people might want to be a clown, Dylan, because obviously some people like it and they want to build it, right? That's totally valid. Yeah, life choices, mate. Everyone's got them. <laughs> the first answer is this. Mm-hmm. They enjoy entertaining others. Yeah. Being a clown is great for people who are afraid to express themselves due to shyness. I think that might be... That's, that's a fair, fair point because you're putting mm. on a persona to perform. You can get out of your own head. Um, yeah, sure. You know, from what I understand, a lot of acting students, when they're first starting out, they perform with masks on because you mm. put the mask on all of a sudden you're someone else and people are looking at the mask and looking at you. So that you probably apply that same thing to putting yeah, on the okay. clown outfit. Talk about that because this person who said this, they then go on to talk about their daughter who was a clown and they've like put photos of her and stuff on there. It's like, don't get her involved. It's just a bit awkward like the mum coming on to say, trying to defend their daughter's life choice. It's weird, you know, I've never thought of of ladies being clowns. It's always, always I guess men. they can. Yeah, yeah, it is always men, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not just me, is it? Like, No, I, I, I've had the same thought, and I've got something along those same lines in a second, Dylan. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like it's totally fine for mum to say that. It's just like, you could maybe just say that without bringing your daughter into it. You know, it's just a bit <laughs> awkward to me. Um, but most of the other answers are people on the lines of, you know, wanting to make people laugh and express themselves through the medium of clowning. That's fine. <laughs> um, it does seem like a dying art, though, because of the killer clown, you know, perspective coming through, taking attention away from the regular clowns. Let's yeah. face it, though. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Like... <laughs> Yeah, I think if, if if they pivot, like fully embrace clowns being a horror icon, you could get clowns for Halloween parties and that. You could actually you, you can actually lean into it. Is that what you're saying? Exactly, yeah. I yeah. reckon so. I reckon that's how you save the art form. That's an interesting point, Dylan. Because what I've got here is like, it is a weird thing to do. Like, you put yourself, I think it's kind of part of our aversion to them. Is like, why are you an adult, usually an adult man, Putting on this makeup, jumping around with balloon animals—it just—it's just a bit weird, isn't it? You oh know? yeah, definitely. There are other things you can do with your time. <laughs> More productive things, definitely. I will say though, um, they've done studies apparently into clown doctors at hospitals, and these are people who are Patch Adams, still Patch Adams, and helping kids with laughter when they are going through tough times. Sure. And supposedly it does help them a bit. It does help them recover more effectively. So, you know, that's, yeah. that's great. Oh, um, yeah. Interesting. One thing I didn't realise, Dylan, one thing I didn't realise I hated until doing this research is the concept of an old clown. Yeah. Like grey hair, wrinkly, is that what you're talking about? Like an elderly clown. <laughs> Not good, is it? <laughs> I mean, I'm not imagining good things. This, I assume you've seen bad things. One thing I've seen is that there's this guy. His name was Floyd Creaky, and Creaky is his um, clown name, good. Creekmore. <laughs> and he was the world's oldest clown. How old, Bonnie? Well, when he passed away, he was 98. And that was in 2014, so I'm not sure if he got to see Mark's Holden's performance. 
Oh, no, he didn't make it that far. I think you know, he, he he died afterwards, so maybe he got there. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what would be your biggest regret? Not seeing Mark Holden's performance or not getting a letter from the Queen? Oh, it'd be tough, wouldn't it? I know. He was in the US, so he, he might not go to a letter anyway, unfortunately. Oh, rude. <laughs> what else is she doing? It's true. Not that much else, is she? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, see, I, I definitely thought about it before this, but I just think... You know, clowns, they just shouldn't be old. Nothing against this guy in particular because, like, not trying to be ageist or sort of <laughs> dig the <laughs> heel into this guy who's passed away, but it just doesn't seem right, does it? So I asked um, Sinead and our friend Erica about this. I'm like, sure. what do you think of old clowns? And <laughs> my friend Erica is really good. She's like, I kind of think there should be a bit of sprightliness to a clown. That's true. I think that's fair enough. And... So now you suggested maybe an age limit, like 55, that's, that's, that's a cut-off. Yeah, there. I suppose it's a perception that they're, you know, athletic as well, clowns, you know, acrobatic yeah. and that. Because so there's a performance element too, isn't there? So, yeah. Hmm. This guy in particular, I might as well give you some information about him because it was a bit funny and interesting. Is this the old clown? This is creaky, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so he wasn't a clown his whole life. He only started clowning after he retired. Which, oh, yeah, okay. right? I'm just trying to think of my, my dad coming to us after he retired and being like, I've got a new passion. <laughs> Clowning. Honk, honk. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So he um, joined a group and started performing for kids. And that's, that's great. Apparently he um, did lots of performances for kids over the years, which is, if they, if they liked it, I'm sure it's really good. It's great. <laughs> Um, what's really sad though is that his his son was quoted in his article saying he um, performed up until his wife died, but then not afterwards. Oh, the actual no. quote here is, Creaky continued to attend Shriners, that's the group he was with, Shriners clown meetings, but he never put on the makeup again. That, that's tragic, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus. There's a, a bit of light and shade though here, Dylan, because... I'm sure you want to hear about his last magic trick, right? Sure, yeah. Here's a quote from the article. Creaky performed his last trick in July in 2014 at a friend's 90th birthday party. He told the woman to tie two scarves together and then, with a leering eye towards the audience, announced that he would stuff the scarves down the front of her blouse. Two men grabbed an end of each scarf and pulled as hard as they could. A bra popped out and tied tied between the scarves, leaving the crowd to roar and the lady to grasp at her blouse. Quote from the sun. You should have seen him. He came alive with a sparkle in his eyes and a dip in his step. <laughs> so, was she a plant? I have to assume she was. Okay. Also, weird lecherous magic trick. Yeah, not on, eh? <laughs> not on. So, you know, the article ends with this, though, Dylan, which yeah. I think is something we can all take on board, even if we're not, you know, particularly on board with the <laughs> taking someone's bra off them. You don't like this guy, I can tell. <laughs> I'm coming for him, sorry. <laughs> no mercy. <laughs> A lot of people go clear through life and are never never really passionate about something. Boy, he had the passion. 
He jumped into that with both feet. Both oversized feet. <laughs> exactly. We shouldn't have all clowns, though. I'm sorry. We just shouldn't have them. <laughs> look, I did look up what he looked like Yeah. while we were talking about him. I think you're blowing a bit out of Porsche. What do you like, mean? He... <laughs> like, he doesn't look that bad. No, not I'm, on. I've seen worse normal clowns looking than him. I don't know. I didn't um, mind him. Okay. I think you need to back off my man. Okay. That's you, what I think. You've been creaky, eh? All right. Yeah, mate. Man creaky. Okay. Time to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, I think this, all this stuff about evil clowns or creepy clowns, right, I think that was what Mark Colvin was unfortunately tapping into. As he said, he was doing something to honour the clowns of his youth, right? And I don't know if Mark Holder was deliberately being creepy. I think maybe he was genuinely trying to put on a clown performance. I also think maybe he realised he couldn't dance, and so maybe they were doing something which didn't require much dancing on the show. Oh, okay. You know? Um, yeah. I don't, but I don't, I don't, don't, I like to think he wasn't trying to actively creep people out. I think maybe he was just... Just happened. He's passionate about swingers, man. Who yeah. isn't? I think he got carried away is the main thing as well, right? Um, because I don't think he's, he's, you know, sat out that night and was like, you know, I'm going to go be creepy towards Daniel McPherson. I think it just sort of happened. Um, at the same time, like, also don't think it's that bad to have creepy stuff or weird stuff on TV. Like, why not? Mm. Every now and then have a weird thing happen on TV. Sure. You know? Why not? People can people have weird stuff and then I'll have to make a huge deal out of it. You know? Except if you're an old clown. Can't deal with that. Not not a fan. You don't condone old clowns. Let no. it be known. Let it be known. Okay, Dylan. It's time for our next segment. Unless you have more to, to say about clowns. No, I think we covered it all, Lonnie. Okay, thank you. What's I'm, the next I'm, segment called, Dylan? Well, Lonnie, it's called Get Amongst It. Isn't it? It's called Get Amongst It. Get, get, get Amongst It. And Get Amongst It is very timely this week, isn't it, Dylan? Oh, Touche. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, keeping with the weird, creepy theme of the <laughs> this week's topic, oh, my. Dylan, my Get Amongst It suggestion this week is the Scream franchise. Why? Odd choice for me, isn't it? Yeah, very odd. Very odd. How are Why you with it? the Scream franchise? Uh, my mum likes them, but I, I don't know. I don't really like horror that much. So, no. have you seen the other? Any of the screens? Mm. I think I've seen part of number one. That's Drew, isn't it? Drew Barrymore. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think I've seen a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm lucky. I'm not a huge horror person, right? Mm. And these are probably the the most like nearly franchise I've probably seen of all horror films, to be honest. Not even um, Evil Dead. No, I haven't seen them. I, I probably should though. Um, the reason I watched it, I, I saw the first one a couple of years back and quite liked it, but I just never got around to watching the rest. But there's a new one that just released at the cinema and a friend of the show, Lauren, had a spare ticket and so she gave it to me. It was actually it was a double pass. And so it happened to coincide with my sister's birthday. My sister loves the series of Scream. She grew up with them. I was like, let's, let's do this together. Let's put this all together. So, no brainer. Exactly. No brainer. So I went with my sister, but also because this is the fifth movie coming out, I was like, okay, I better watch the other four 
Of course. You're just like me, mate. You can't jump into the middle of a franchise. Exactly, yeah. So I sort of shotgunned them all one weekend, and it was a good time. It was good fun. Um, a bit scary, obviously, but... <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? Oh, a bit scary, these horror movies. <laughs> Um, Didn't but, like when the, when the ghost face guy killed those, those innocent people. <laughs> the, fun thing, right the fun thing about uh, Scream, though, is that they're a bit clever, they're a bit meta, about, and they comment on film trends. Um, is it Wes Craven did the first one? He did the first four, yes. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, okay. he's, he's obviously he's passed away. Um, and, oh, really? Yeah, what he passed that? away in 2015, so a new team have come on board. But I actually liked it. It was good fun. They're a bit silly in some parts, but that's you know, it's horror films for you. Intentional, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this new one, I was blown away by. It. I really liked it. So I reckon blown get amongst it. Blown away by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a great time with my sister and watching it. We had a little, little wine bar beforehand. It was very, very civilized. All right. <laughs> a wine bar, a little bit of cheese platter. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Of course. Legend. Uh, okay. Let's wrap up, Dylan. We're on the socials. Sure are. We're, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're on Instagram. We have our own website as well. We're on YouTube. We've got some clips up there. And, of course, every podcast app ever in the history of mankind, we're there. You'll find us. That is exactly right, Dylan. It'd be great if you give us a rating and a review on your podcast app. That really help us. And you tell a friend, you know? Tell two. Tell two friends. Do your own get amongst it. Yeah, pick up the pace, people. Come on. <laughs> I want to say thank you to Mark Irons for our theme song. Mark the Man. The actual Mark the Man. The actual Mark the Man. Also, Mark, thank you, the Mark original. Holden, for the inspiration for this week's episode. <laughs> Thanks for the content of this episode. Helped us. All right. Well, until next time, Dylan. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Imagine that that's an old guy. Yeah, that's fine. Creepy. Hey there, it's Lonnie here from I Miss You Man. I'm with Dylan. How's it going, Dylan? Lonnie, it's going good, but I have a, a philosophical question that I need answered, my friend. Okay, please, please go on. Well, Lonnie, you know, recently uh, the creators of the Harley Quinn show, they wanted to depict Batman uh, having oral sex with Catwoman. And that was not on, was it? Apparently. Well, evidently not, Lonnie. DC put the kibosh on that and they said, no, 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 heroes don't do that sort of thing. And is that true? I don't think that is true, but maybe it is. Like maybe if he's a, a comic book character selling lunchboxes for kids, maybe you don't want that to happen. But also heroes? Why don't heroes do that, Dylan? That, that just seems silly to me. I think they should, and I think it should be celebrated that they do that sort of thing. Well, What's more heroic? What's more self-sacrificing than giving oral pleasure to your partner, Lonnie? Well, that is something I think our friends on the Impolite Society should delve into. Is this unmasculine? Is this unhero-like? Is this something Batman should do? Let's find out. (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 